everyone, welcome to the Fiat Podcast. Today I'm super duper duper excited because we have a special episode for you guys with some of my closest friends. So this is going to be a little weird. We're also in my room because we're having a sleepover. So that's kind of fun. Um, My f- first guest is Monica. Yeah! Oh, Should I even sit here? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Let me view the tiny mic. Okay. Here's the tiny mic. Say hello. Hi. You want to say anything else? Jesus loves you. Next up, we have my other really good friend, Annalise. Yeah. Okay, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Annalise. Okay, next up, we have Izzy. You guys already know Izzy. What? What do you want to say, dog? Uh, okay, do you want to say something to the mic? <laughs> <laughs> Are we all gonna fit? Um, it's good that we're here. Amen. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> and last but not least, we have my newest friend out of this group. She's amazing. She likes coffee. She likes Alani's, but not Celsius. <laughs> we have. Melina! <laughs> say hello. Anything else you want to say? I second what Izzy said. It is so good that we are here. Woo! But the first question is, if you could be any type of cereal, what kind of cereal would you be? I would be Cinnamon Toast Crunch because it's spunky and fun. <laughs> Beautiful. That's my mm. I was going to say Lucky Charms, but I don't want to say because, like, I'm lucky, but I love marshmallows. Oh, you know what? I'm going to tie this in perfectly. Um, so one time, I'm sorry that I'm straight. Yeah, I know. <laughs> one time I was, like, talking with a friend about heaven, and I was like, you know, like, when you eat Lucky Charms, sometimes you just got to get through the, the gross to your yes. to get to the marshmallows. Yes. And that's what suffering is like. Yes. You just got to eat the cheer yeah. the marshmallows. Redemptive suffering. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Lucky Charms, because it is my own suffering in a box. <laughs> I would say... I feel like I'd be Fruity Pebbles. Oh. Because... I they make that, like, free. funny noise when you pour them in the bowl, and I feel like I'm pretty loud. I like can, like, hear them from, like, the other side of the kitchen. And they're also, I just feel like I'm a very colorful person. <laughs> I just feel like, I don't know, it's just, like, me and a cereal. I don't know. So, you're, you gave such a good explanation for your life. Like, I have nothing as profound as that. But I know, my you're so bad. You're so colorful. It's, it's so Here you go. Okay, I think I would be probably Cheerios. <laughs> but that's kind of like boring so maybe like some cocoa pebbles oh i don't know okay i just really like chocolate okay i think that i was thinking about this question earlier and i think that to trust the lord more ways that i've grown in trust for the lord um is by going in uncomfortable situations i think that being put in uncomfortable situations has been a really big aid in helping me um grow in trust of the lord this last summer I was at Damascus Catholic Youth Summer Camp, and um, I was put on counseling staff, and I didn't think that I would ever be able to counsel or leave kids ever. It was a really uncomfortable situation for me to be in, and the Lord just, like, showed up in ways that I could have never imagined, and 
I don't know, I've just like grown in such immense trust in the Lord, just being put in so many uncomfortable situations. Um, yeah. So I was also thinking about this question earlier. It's such a good question. And the thing that came, that I came back to was, um, it's really hard to trust someone who you don't know um, and who you don't love. And I think to grow in trust with the Lord, that comes from a place of intimacy with him and coming, uh, it comes from a place of just getting to know him one day at a time. And um, ultimately, when you fall in love with someone, trust is kind of like secondary to that. So, um, and to fall in love with him, I think like you have to like understand and receive his love for you because once you do that sugar plum once you know his love for you you literally cannot help but love him back and to fall in love with this man so yeah i think trusting in the lord comes just ultimately back to like receiving his love for you and then you mm -hmm. learning that you can trust in that and it's a lifelong process also um i don't think you can ever get to like a finish line here and be like oh Yep, I trust the Lord. <laughs> like, it's literally a life lifelong, lifelong adventure and journey. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so I loved your answer, Malia, and yours too. I, I kind of drew some inspiration from yours, I think. Like, from what I like really found this past year is um, in a way that I grew in trust in the Lord is like going outside of myself in like specifically like service. I don't know. I think. Um, I, the Lord kind of reveals a lot to me about my own heart and about like more so like the reality of my life. Like when I do step outside myself in a way and like actually like tend to the wounds in other people's hearts and like get to know other people because it just kind of like, I don't know. I just feel like I, I'm a deep thinker and overthinker. And so I definitely kind of like <laughs> box myself into my idea of like what my reality is. And I'm kind of like, okay, this is the way things are going to go. And like, this is, and that can kind of lead to a lot of mistrust in the Lord and a lot of like me having to be the one that plans and me having, and like, I think I've learned in such a way that, um, I don't know, by getting to know others, I come to know myself better. And I like, again, like see that reality and I like get to be surprised by the Lord in such a way. And yeah. it's just, it's just so interesting. I don't know. Like I never really thought that like, I kind of like being in community and like loving other people, like would also just really make you realize like more of yourself. Like it's kind of like in giving we receive and like we really i don't know we really see yourself in others and it's like we all are part of the mystical body of christ and so like we are all the same body in a sense but like different parts of the same body you know and so it's like there's so many things about us that are like very different and unique but there's also so many things that like are the same and like you kind of see yourself in that in other people so i don't know it's kind of where i'm at trust that's a that's a fun one. We could get into that more, but I'm not good at it. That's for sure. But what's my how can we say yes to the Lord? I think um a, not like a concrete way of saying yes to the Lord, but like something like put into practice when you're trying to like do such a thing. I think is practicing like or emphasizing like the virtue of humility in your life because I also think that some priest I don't know who it was TBH, but some priest in confession once told me he's like. What did he say? He said, obedience to the Lord isn't confidence, but it's trust. And so I just think with that, like I've been like repeating that over and over so much in my life recently. And I think having the humility to not have confidence within yourself, but like within the Lord is like what is like gives you that ability to just so freely say yes. And I think also like having the humility to know, like if you've ever prayed like the litany humility, like 
you pray for some hard things. Like, <laughs> Jesus, grant me the grace to feel abandoned. Grant me the grace to desire others being holier than I. You know, like, those are hard things to pray for mm-hmm. and, like, to actually desire. And I think humility gives you that and gives you, like, a really radical ability to say yes to, like, the good things and the easy things, but also, like, mm-hmm. the hard things the Lord's calling you into, like, the uncomfortable things. Come from the spirit. Um, so what I was thinking about is, like, when... I don't know. I don't know if you guys know, like, I was listening. <laughs> Do you guys know Thomas Martin's prayer? It's like, basically, like, I don't know what I'm doing, but like, I don't know if I'm doing God's will, but I believe, I, I trust that my desire to do God's will is enough. Mm-hmm. He says something That's to that. That's good. No, it's, so good. it's so good. I love that prayer and I want to look at it again. Um, but yeah, I was just thinking about like, <clears throat> Like, it's really hard sometimes to, like, think about, like, oh, my gosh, am I doing the Lord's will? Like, what do I need to do? And <laughs> sometimes I was just thinking about it from, like, a negative perspective. Like, when when I feel like I'm not living um, as fully as he's calling me to or not living as abundantly as he's calling me to, or, like, not living out his will, um, it's because, like, I'm, like, recognizing, like, wounds or, like, things within myself that I'm, like, like, I'm putting walls over and I'm like, that are preventing me from like living, um, into where he's calling me. And so recently, like, this is so recent, like this summer, I've been thinking and reflecting on the question, like, if I, like, am I actually living from a place of belovedness right now and security right now? Because like, if I actually knew that I was fully loved and perfectly loved, would I be living this way? And it immediately like opens up, like, um, just like this fountain well of joy and like these opportunities that become so clear to me like wow i could go out like to this person and talk to them or like i could treat this person this way or like i don't have to be defensive here because like i know that i'm fully loved and i don't have to prove anything and so that's been kind of cool doing like little heart checks and just like like thinking like okay or like yeah like if i knew that like if i truly knew that my life has purpose and i am chosen and set apart because of what the lord has said would i be living this way I don't know. Hopefully that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely. I think what I was going to say is, yeah, it comes from having first a relationship with the Lord and like knowing him and like knowing who you are and like who you are. And then like, like having that relationship with him and listening to him and then being able to like take the next right step, as they say in vocational discernment, to, like, just follow the Lord one step at a time. Because, yeah, and sometimes it'll be like, hey, yo, Nora, you just heard a podcast in the middle of a totally exalt when you're not thinking about that at all. <laughs> the first thing that came to mind when, when Nora asked this question was, actually like the saints and just how the saints show us such a good example of (laughs) the saints show us such a good example of like what it looks like to say yes to the lord and then i also think that i think that another thing that came to mind is i think a lot of times when like we don't want to say yes to something that the lord is um like asking of us i think a lot of times like there's like fears behind us wanting to say no yeah and so i think that uh, uh going back to the first question that we talked about like how can we trust the lord more i think like to say yes to the lord um like we need to trust the lord and so i think that the prayer like 
like it's on your wall over there like jesus i trust in you (laughs) um that's been a prayer that has been so powerful in my life Mm -hmm. just in um in situations where i'm like okay lord like i'm gonna say yes to this i'm gonna step into this um jesus i trust in you yeah yeah guys i lost the questions (laughs) oh no i just lost the questions all right guys does anyone want to add anything on to that saying yes I had something to say, but I forgot. Say come Holy Spirit, then you'll remember two seconds. Okay. How have you heard the Lord moving in your life recently? How have you heard? Heard. Oh. And seen. If you guys don't know, Monica has a little Bible group, the woman's group. Yeah, she does. Um, and going to those for me kind of make me anxious because I'm, I always do don't know what to say so i feel like going to those like the past couple weeks past two times i've gone um has definitely like made me like want to go more and like dig deeper like that so and i feel i just i prayed about it the sunday before i went to the first one and i was like you know what if you really want me to go I'll- I'm going to drop a little bomb. I, know, I This has been a really difficult summer for hearing the Lord. And I yeah. felt a lot of n- not feeling. And I've heard a lot of not he- hearing. <laughs> you haven't heard. Not, you have not, not been hearing. Yeah, I don't want to say, like, I haven't heard The opposite anything. of hearing. <laughs> yeah, because, like, I know, I know, no, know that he is speaking. And, like, I have heard him. But it's a weird type of hearing. It's like a hearing in the silence. And it's a very much... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah it's like been such a it's been such a summer of just like waiting on him and like not trying to like go into prayer with an agenda and conjure conjure up things um or conjure up like if i need a response in two seconds like trying to think of something but it's been a lot of like asking questions and waiting and that yeah yeah and waiting but he always shows up he always shows up and like he'll speak in the most silly unexpected ways um like if i don't know like sometimes like i'll open instagram and like the first post is like it's like he's like directly speaking into a situation to my life and like i go after i read the first post i close out the app and it's and like obviously through the mass and through the daily readings um or like just insights throughout the day um but yeah it's been a lot of silence too in there there's a lot of beauty. To- kind of going off of what Melina was saying, I also, it's been, like, it's kind of been a hard summer. I am, like, when I go into prayer, I'm trying not to go in with an agenda or being like, like, oh, I need to hear the Lord say this and that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So it's been a lot of that. And then, like, really recently, it's just been, like, I just crave to, uh, like, I've been craving to for a drastic life change and i just like want to get up and leave where i am (laughs) but something so the last few summers i've been away and like not home for the summer and something that the lord has been speaking to me recently is just that like there is you can find adventure at home Mm -hmm. um and like there's actually so much adventure at home um and so it's just been a lot of like of gratitude actually and just like remaining aware of like what the lord is doing 
<laughs> well, you know, just seeing it with us, guys. Sorry. Just running out of questions, follow-up questions I want to ask after this is done. Oh, okay. That sounds good. That's a good so idea, smart. actually. I'm so sorry. That's really good. Feel free to do that. But yeah, so I'm finding the Lord in the adventure at home and putting my roots down. So, yeah. No. That's so exciting. That's so, so exciting. Fun. Um, I feel like, okay, mine's kind of the same answer because I feel, um, like being away at school, like all year, there's just, I'm all over the place there and I'm obviously like not home and like, it's a very, I don't know, the community there like really holds me accountable. And then like the first half of the summer, I was at Christ in the city and that was like the most crazy profound experience yeah, of my life. Amazing. Like, thank you. Oh, glory to God. But, um, so when I came home for the summer, I... Like, I just work at the parish I, like, grew up in, and, like, I'm just there, like, 9 to 5 every single day, and, like, seeing the same people, and, like, doing the same things every day, and, like, working with three and four-year-olds. I don't even know how to, like, hold a conversation with an adult or someone my age anymore, because <laughs> I'm talking to preschoolers all day. <laughs> but, um, so it kind of was this drastic shift of, like, going out into the streets and talking to the homeless all day, every day, and then, like, boom, like, just <laughs> being back at home, like, working my 9 to 5 job, and I think... I got so frustrated because I had such a good prayer life, like, during the school year and, like, on mission, and it was just, like, I had all these things. Like, I'd wake up, and I just, like, I made sure the rosary was hit, the daily, the readings, liturgy of the hours, and that's, like, I just crossed all these things off, and I got home, and I'm trying to do it. I'm, like, I'm so tired. Like, prayer wasn't fruitful, and it was just exhausting, you know? And yeah. so then I kind of reached this point where I was, like, you know what, Lord? Like, it's not like prayers on a to-do list and i think that's like yeah. i always like i love to like yes. i don't know what, how else to describe this but like spiritually like hoard like you know what I mean? like i don't know i feel yeah. like i just the more i do the better it is the more efficacious yeah. it is and that's mm-hmm. not true and so recently like especially this week i've really just fallen into this kind of like gentle place of like i'm just gonna like talk to the lord throughout the day and just like make that a prayer you know and like not right now like focus on like this like rigorous like routine like every you know i don't know like that doesn't make sense like there's seasons where i need discipline there's seasons where i need like a routine and i need but there's also seasons where i just need to like like you said like know that i'm loved and like know that like my life should look different if i truly do know that and accept that which is so good like i love that you said that but yeah yeah so that's me monica wait are you ready (laughs) i have something to say I have to say, yeah, you seem to love Yeah, okay. I was going to say, I really feel that. I feel like I was, like, a very much a to-do list person or, like, a, the church wants you to do all these things, like the rosary, mess, and morning prayer, night prayer. And then I just was, like, like I was getting really tired after, like, my job and stuff, too. And I was, like, I just need to talk to the Lord throughout the day and, like, offer up my work to him mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. even just, like, hang out with friends to him, just, like, talk to him and... Mm-hmm those moments and then also like the moments of silence that yeah. exist like in between those mm-hmm. yeah. because yeah sometimes it can be really exhausting to try to try to do what to do this literally when i just wanted to add something super it's yeah hard. this is just to like hit on like what you guys just said is so beautiful um i'm reading the practice of the presence of god right now by brother brother lawrence and this is just the eulogy so this is not my head but i believe it's by spirit, the bishop the bishop um but yeah, he worked, I think it was in the monastery. He worked in the kitchen for like 15 years, or maybe it was 10 years. No. Anyways, um, this is what he said. At the beginning of my duties, I said to God with a son-like trust, my God, since you are with me, and since it is your will that I should apply my mind to these outward things, I pray that you will give me the grace to remain with you and keep company with you. 
but so that my work may be better, Lord, work with me, receive my work and possess all my affections. Um, and then he says, during my work, I continue to speak to him in a familiar way, offering him my little services and asking for his grace. So yeah, it's just so beautiful. Such a beautiful summary of like everything you guys just said, just like just inviting the Lord into everything and not just restricting him to like a specific set schedule thing. But even though like a schedule is really good, we love the church, but like, yeah. 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 Sometimes I feel yeah. like... How can we live out our femininity in the Lord? I knew you two would want to talk about this. So I this is why I put this in. Who wants to start? Who wants to start? I Should we have a thinking time? Should we have another thinking time? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. We could also have a whole other episode on this with you guys. So, yes, wait, I'll say everything now. I think, okay, I think I've been headlined. You ready? I think. She's ready. I'm just going to ramble. Yes. I feel like I should be able to do this. Amazing. So... <laughs> I feel like that word's so fun though. Like, masculinity is cool, but like femininity. Femininity. Yeah. It reminds me of the same name already. Yes. And every time I say it, like I can never spell it too. I like have like thirteen ni's and us and I think it's so bad. But femininity, I think the question was how do you live it out in the Lord? Okay. I think there's like two. I'll call it like the double R virtue is like receptivity and reverence, and I think reverence first and knowing that like women are i like to think of like the theotokos like the title of mary is like being god bearer and like women as either if you become spiritual or physical mothers like just like being a tabernacle for the lord and like being like mary like the ark of the covenant and just like i don't know and i think just like within us is like such a such like a sacred mystery of like being able to like give life and to be able to like be touched by the lord to like infuse a soul into our own wounds like that's so cool so i think just like reverencing like ourselves first like as temples of the holy spirit i feel like that gets so overused but it's like <laughs> actually like so profound and like that's it's true and um and then like through reverencing ourselves like we obviously reverence god that should come first but um and then like reverence others and like through that reverence it's like very countercultural because i feel like women today are just very much glorified to be like put your bodies on display and like mm -hmm. you know what I mean and like and it's very much like that's what gives you power and like I think reverence doesn't always seem like powerful like I think mm -hmm. I think of reverence I think of like the cross and I think that the cross is the ultimate display that like power mm -hmm. is weak like power is useless and I don't know so I just think of that as woman it's like I think we just tend to be like pictured as so like meek and lowly which is good but like that's like reverence it's mm -hmm. beautiful and then I think like receptivity in like so many different ways like especially in the church i think women are just like meant to just be more receptive than like men like if you think like men as like being the priesthood like they are the ones celebrating the mass and it's like people tend to think like oh why can't women be priests and it's like <laughs> but no we get to sit and we get to receive and like we in that place are the church and like the priest i guess in that place is like acting on behalf of christ like we get to be and like same thing in marriage you know and same thing in religious life and it's like we that's just such a virtue we have to learn how to practice and like for me i always struggled with receptivity like my whole life but like learning actually that that's such an important part of my femininity in like just like receiving new life and receiving like the sacrifice of christ receiving if you're like married receiving the sacrifice of your husband and like being submissive and like i don't know i just think that's so important and so i think those are two things that we can live out as women in the lord is like reverencing him and like therefore ourselves and then just like
being receptive to him and like yeah. so much uh, yeah I'm, I'm gonna cut myself off here Girl, that's so good, that's so, good. That's so, good. I love, so also wait, i'm gonna shout this book out if you guys yes. know alice von hildebrand is <laughs> read man and woman a divine invention it will literally rock your world change your life i love it it's so good she's a queen okay yeah. signing off rip i'm <laughs> <laughs> so you're not ready go, go i just go. okay i'm just gonna go, go, on, yeah, go on, keep going yeah go. holy spirit um i love you izzy i love all of you like you just all embody femininity so beautifully and so uniquely thanks like it's just being thanks yeah um i don't even know where like there's so many directions i could take this there's like the edith stein route and then there's like my own personal experience with being a woman how i've grown up with like the women in my life um, we'll just see what I wanted. I, I feel like I want to touch on Edith Stein first. So I am majoring in philosophy and theology. And so I have the privilege of getting to learn and encounter so many amazing philosophers within the Catholic tradition. One of those being Edith Stein. Um, she grew up and she, and she was in a Jewish family and then she like lost faith at 14. She was like, I don't believe in God for 10 years. And during that 10 years, she like started studying philosophy in college as a, as an atheist. And then I think she read Teresa of Avila's autobiography, like all in one sitting, and then at the end she's like, "This is truth," <laughs> and then becomes a Carmelite nun. Um, and she continues studying philosophy and the teaching philosophy, and she has like a philosophy of women. And so I got to actually study a little bit of that and write a paper on it, and I was just blown away by, yeah, I was just blown away by, by like, what she had to say about women. And yeah, another like on top of what or not on top like in in addition to what in, in addition to in ad yeah and no yeah. but not in addition but like in in concordance yeah in concordance in concordance with what Izzy was saying about women being receptive and um receptive and reverence yes <laughs> um, yes that's like a lot of what Edith Stein found within like she proposed that women have like a, a unique soul apart from men like a feminine soul um which is actually like rebutted and like ripped apart by Thomists. so she no longer holds that because okay. if you hold that if you hold that there's like a feminine soul and a masculine soul then you're kind of saying that they're like women invented two different species which we don't believe um but her point was that this is so loud. <laughs> Her point is that that like women are just unique and like women have a capacity that men do not to to receive life and to bear life. And one of her things too also is like um she she says that like women have this ability to like enter in to another woman or another person in general, another person's experience, which is so profound. And I love, I literally just love like sitting on the sidelines of the like of life and of the world and like watching women do this. It is so beautiful because like I don't care like how liberal or how conservative you think you are. Like if you are a woman, your natural tendency is going to be to like want to just enter into another person's experience and just experience mm -hmm. that with them. And it's so beautiful to watch. Um, I would say also like, I think Izzy touched on this too. Like um, a lot of like, a lot of like what femininity is comes from like this individual understanding of your own identity because as women as like the the climax of like what the lord has created and, and his order of creation and like as like literally the most beautiful beings um comes a lot like we have targets on our back um for the evil one to want to attack us and 
there are just so many things that can that can hurt us um and how there's so many opportunities and so many ways that we can hurt each other too as being women um which is like all the more proof of like when we actually know our identities we're able to understand um who we are and we're able to understand who our sisters are and like when we love each other that is like the most powerful <laughs> thing it is the most powerful yes. thing it's so glorious yes, it um yeah and like just personally too um i've gotten to see so many beautiful examples of women in my life um and i've also like had a like a lot of like really um difficult relationships with women mm-hmm. and so like i mm-hmm have been working through like my difficulty in trusting women um, and trusting Mary, but Mary has still been so present internally um, and internally working in my heart and showing me the healing that she has. And so like gently, um, like stripping away layers of of pain that I've had. So yeah. yeah, but I think that like the harder, the more difficult something is, um, like the more difficult it is to like, um, I don't know like i think we like just like to take the easy route a lot and think like oh like trying to get a whole group of women to like love one another and like agree with one another is like just too hard of work i think like the (laughs) the more we think something is the more difficult we think something is like that's all more proof of like no like when this is lived out abundantly and like properly and like fully this is the most beautiful thing ever and like mm-hmm. that's all i have to say i don't know if that's making sense but i feel like i'm running in circles you're making sense yeah i think women making are so sense beautiful. Mm-hmm. women are so beautiful and women are so good yeah oh then the end yeah you want to yes okay yeah i feel like that's very relatable to a lot of women is the struggle with other women mm-hmm. and like just like friendships and even in like their own families yeah with sisters and moms and like letting mary mm-hmm. like do that because I also struggled in my wish with Mary for like a really long time. I think like Melina touched on it. She, when she said that when we live in our identity, we're able to live out our femininity better. And I think that that's so true. As soon as you asked the question, like identity just came to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually it's so funny because at our last women's group, we <laughs> talked all about identity. And I think as women in particular, it's so easy to look at other women and compare and put our identity and like, um, and like how we perform compared to other women or, um, yeah, just put our identity in like, in things other than being a daughter of the father. And I think when we live out our identity as a daughter of the father, um, that helps us to live out our femininity. Okay. So now we're going to do Rose. Rose, I can't take myself seriously right now. Rose and Bud. Um, so Rose is something good that's going on in your life. And Bud is something that's just starting to bear fruit in your life. But Bud in my life, something that's just starting to bear fruit <laughs> is tomorrow I'm going on roller coasters. I have never been on a roller coaster. That may sound surprising to you. As a child, <laughs> as a child, I was afraid of roller coasters and heights. That's why I did not go on a roller coaster as a child. But, well, I don't know when I started not being afraid of heights like that. I don't know. Anyways, now tomorrow I'm going on a roller coaster. That's a good thing because <laughs> I'm overcoming many roller coasters as I'm overcoming my fear of heights. Just been with me for, it feels like, ever. And oh, Rose, 
I have some family friends that I've kind of been feeling distant from. And I just feel like I've been able to like come a lot closer to them this week. They had a death in their family, which is sad. But I was able to spend a lot of time with them this week and last week. And I just think that's really good. Because although something sad happened, we've been like coming a lot closer and like actually talking about real things rather than like the fluffy stuff. Mm-hmm. You guys know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, that's that's mine. Who's next? Okay, am I supposed to start with? Start with whatever you am want to I start with. To start with bud or rose? I just started where I could think. Okay, but <laughs> bud or rose? Bud or rose? Um, this is that okay? Um, I okay. So some thing that started this week was, um. I finally got all the information about my new job that I will be starting at the end of August. Um, yeah. I'm going to become an ophthalmologic technician. Boop, boop. Um, with the eyes. Um, the eyes. With the eyeballs. The eyeballs. The eyeballs. Are interesting. <laughs> I can tell you every part of the eye. That's so weird. Please put that in. That's going to be in the bloopers. Okay. Um... <laughs> So I got all that information and then Rose. Oh well something is it something good that happened this yeah. week? Well on um, hold on. <laughs> I gotta look at the date. On Wednesday, it would have been my great grandma's one hundredth birthday. Wow. Um so we kind of, we just celebrated that mm-hmm. um as a family. So boop boop. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Okay. Um, I think my rose right now is definitely. Although I already like kind of complained about this earlier, like my job. <laughs> well, one of my jobs I work at um a daycare back in my parish in St. Barnabas, and I literally guys like they put me in charge of like twenty three and four year olds like every single day, and I love it because like. <laughs> I just, I don't know, like, I just always have been drawn to children, and, like, that sounds weird. <laughs> just, like, I love them, and, like, I just have so much fun with them, and, like, they really, like, come to trust me with a lot, and, like, they just, I walk in every morning, they're like, Miss Izzy, good morning, and it just makes my day, and so, like, just being with them, and, like, being reminded of, like, simplicity in life, and, like, they just, like, so don't understand like what life is and like don't understand the big things yet it's like the questions they ask me and they all have like the most like curious little minds and like they just like are at the stage where they're just so adventurous and they just like want to know everything and i just like get to be that person that like kind of like sees that and like gets to like lead them in that in a way and so it's just so fun and i just like oh, my baby fevers and all kind of tired <laughs> i just Aww. yeah so i love that and it's just every day is different and every day is just, it's the best but um I think a bud for me would kind of be like my relationship with my family right now. Cause I think every time I come home, like I have a very small family. So it's just my parents and then my little brother. <laughs> and we always just get on each other's nerves. Like, I don't know what it is, but we yeah. all just like go for each other's throats yeah. every time. Like th- literally we could just be breathing and like one person's going for each other. But I, um, yeah, I don't know. I just think we've all been like, just like joking around a lot together and like my little brother and I just like he's a lot older now like he he's sophomore in high school now so he we kind of like relate to each other more and so just being able to like just share that with him and like 
I don't know, like when I was at school, like just talking to them over the phone and like actually having like really wholesome conversations with my family and like mm -hmm. telling them about like my prayer and everything. Like that's just something that's I've never really had before. So I don't know, it's been really good with them. And like I've been having a lot of fun being at home. And like usually I'm like dreading to go home because I'm like, oh my gosh, like, you know, but <laughs> yes. yeah, it's very good. And like my dad and I share like a very special bond just because he's very like he's very deep in like philosophy and theology he loves that stuff so like the other night we sat at the kitchen table talking for like four hours about like demons and angels don't know how that came up but like it was just so good and like i was just like wow like i wouldn't want to be sitting usually at a kitchen table with my dad on a friday night but here i was and it was so good and so that's a big part of my life okay i think it's awesome yeah there you go i believe Okay. I am so blessed to say that there are so many roses in my life. Um, one of them has been the restoration of my relationship with exercise. Um, recently, yeah, I have been just falling in love with exercise in a new way. And I found that it really helps to start off exercise with prayer um, and to like make it into a prayer um, while I'm exercising. And so, yeah, it's just been beautiful. And the Lord has just shown me so, like, he's such a God of, like, total restoration and total healing, no matter how long it takes. So I've been exercising and, like, trying to, like, find my groove with that for, like, the last, and how old am I, 19? Probably, like, since I was, like, I don't know, 13, so, like, seven years. And, like, I've always found, like, for the majority of that time, I felt like it's, like, an obligation and a way to, like, like punish my body or beat my body down. Um, and it hasn't been until recently that like, uh, the Lord has just given me like new eyes mm -hmm. to like be so grateful for my body and be so grateful for like life and, and what he wants to give me. So that's definitely Rose. I keep going on and on about that, but yes, such Rose and it's only by his grace that that has been happening. Um, a bud is probably, mm, so I feel like I am on the cusp or on the brink of like coming into radical freedom, um, and trusting him because I'm like, there's still parts of my heart right now that I'm like, mm, do not want to like give those up yet. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like I'm like right on the brink of like, like an immense breakthrough of like how the Lord wants to show that he is providing, but we shall see. Not we shall, like we will not, like he you will, will provide. Yeah. yeah, but like we, we will see. see. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see. Yeah. We shall see. So my bud is that I'm just so excited. I think for the last for a lot of my life i believe the lie that i am not a leader and that i don't yeah and that i'm like, like a quiet person and recently the lord has just been like breaking that lie over the last like two years um he's been breaking that lie and especially like at the end of this month i'm just going to be stepping into a lot of different leadership uh positions and opportunities and so i'm just really looking forward to um stepping forward and stepping up into leadership and the lord doing stuff through that and then i also my and then my rose is uh, oh where's my rose <laughs> oh, oh i have had a lot of time with my sister gabriella yes. this past week mm -hmm. and it's been so good we've been um just hanging out a lot she lives in florida most of the year and so uh, having so much time with her has just been really ready great. Yes. Thanks, guys, so much for listening to today's podcast. I really enjoyed talking with all my besties about the Lord and trust and femininity. And peace out, dog.